Life at its core is a journey. As we often say, it's one day at a time. Also, one step at a time. Figuratively speaking, if you are not taking steps forward, then you are simply standing still. And if this is the case, then you're not moving, not growing, not living. Through the twists and the turns of life, we are to keep taking steps forward. And at its finest, I believe life is a journey with Jesus. Our destiny in our walk with him is to go onward and upward. But as we've been talking about in our series, we are also to take steps with our one life. Developing a friendship, discovering their stories of their past so we can know who they are now in the present, what they are going through, so that in our relationship with them and through our, our love for them, that in time, they too will begin to make steps with Jesus. It's not just about us being in relationship with our Lord. It's helping others, inviting others to come and walk with our Savior too, to have his love and to have his hope fill their hearts. That's what we're about as a church, to share this blessing of a life with God, one life at a time. So we are being challenged to have the heart of God the Father, who through his Son and by his Holy Spirit is wanting to find every lost sheep, wanting all who are lost in the darkness and brokenness of sin to finally come home. That's what he wants, for all to simply Come home. And he wants each of us to be a part of this good news mission. He wants to use us in his kingdom work. So it's my hope that by now that you have been thinking and praying about who your one life might be. And maybe by now you're even starting to build that relationship with your one life. If not, I hope you will do that soon. And if you're here new today, you're still going to hear more down the way, along the way about one life, what this ministry is all about. I've shared just a little bit already now, but you're gonna, we're going to continue to learn. And I would say at this point in time, through some of these messages, if you're still a little unsure, and that's okay, and you have some questions, well, 
Uh, Andy, how do I find my one life? I mean, just, everyone needs a, a little help on this journey. We talk with each other, okay? As the body of Christ, we work with each other, encourage each other. But please, be in touch with me. Uh, give me a call, a text, or we can just talk face-to-face. Just say, Andy, this is where I am on this journey of one life. And just, let's just let's talk about it. That's, that's what it's about. Now, as I said before, one life has three D's to help us remember what to do. So in this way, it's actually pretty simple. We're always going to come back to these three D's. So the process of reaching out is called 3D1. It's one of the other ways this ministry is referred to, 3D1. So these are the three D's to do with your one life. So the first D that we've already talked about in recent weeks is develop a friendship. Second D is discover stories. In discovering, like we just said, kind of what they've been through in life, what they're going through now. Be a, a listening ear. The last D is discern next steps. We don't hear that word discern very much today, but it's a a biblical term, a spiritual term. So to discern means that through the Bible and through prayer, through circumstances, and through our intuitive connection with the Holy Spirit, we are trying to understand what God is telling us to do what that next step is with our one life. As we discern these steps of reaching out, try not to overthink it too much. I think we all often do this. I just, I do. Thinking. We tend to overthink it, and then we get flustered, so much so that we don't end up doing anything at all. And we know that's not the will of God, clearly, from what we see in his word to us, of that great commission, that good news mission of going out to share Jesus. He doesn't want us to step back or stay still and do nothing. So let's, together, honor God who gave us this mission. And let's honor our one life, or our potential one life that God has for us. Let's honor them. For each of them need that new start that only Christ offers. So let's resist the temptation to overcomplicate this process so that we end up doing nothing. Our first point today is when you are wondering about your next step with your one life, doing something is always better than doing nothing. You know, this statement might not sound very spiritual, but I'm telling you, my friends, it is. I think this simple statement is profoundly spiritual. And we can actually apply this to many areas 
of our life. When we come to that point of confusion, that point of indecision, which we come to those points often, don't we? And sometimes those points can be very paralyzing. And we, we just, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But choose to do something rather than nothing. I think God honors that. That's part of that step of faith. Faith saying, I'm not sure, oh Lord, but I'm going to take a step. I'm going to do something here. Either with my one life or just where I find myself in life. I'm going to take that step. This helps me on those days when I feel stuck. The Lord's just saying, just, just do the next right thing. You can't accomplish everything of all your life's goals and dreams and all the things you want for your children and, and everything. It's like, do the next right thing. See, when you decide through faith and, and will to do something, then you give God a chance to work with you on it. You're saying, God, now we have something to work with and to begin moving forward again. Consider these steps that you can take with your one life. Just wanted to have some things in our bulletin, some things in our notes that, that you can come back to and say, okay, what are, just what are some things I can do in, in discerning that, that next step? And again, it's, it's next step, and then a step after that, is so that it hopefully be plural. Next steps. Always more steps to take. Pray for them. Always look for opportunities to connect. If they're going through something, maybe they're in the hospital, they're not feeling well, look for those ways to care and to serve. When trust has been built, invite them to church. People are not always ready right away, so you have to give some time. But when you feel that trust has been built, say, would you like to come to church with me or to another church-related event? Continue to always go back to those first two Ds, of the One Life ministry. Continue to develop that friendship, always, and to discover their stories continually. And then share your faith naturally. You don't have to be someone you're not. You know, God wants to share from, from who we are, the uniqueness God has given each one of us. You're not me and I'm not you, and God will share differently through each of us, but as long as we try. God will honor that sharing of our faith or sharing with someone what being in the church has meant to us, that, that community, that fellowship, that sense of, of family that God gives us. And the Holy Spirit will open doors. We trust the Holy Spirit will open doors. So whether from this list or a list of your own making, just take the next step. Jesus is always leading you in your walk with him and in your walk with your one life. So don't do nothing. That sounds spiritual, doesn't it, right? But it's, it's true. Don't do nothing. Do something. Just 
discern that next step and take it. Here are three scriptures that will, that will guide us. Not the only three, but here are three that will help us to discern next steps with our one life. First from Colossians 4, verse 5. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Yes, be wise. Making the most of every good opportunity that God gives you. So that one day in the future, your one life won't feel like an outsider. They'll know they're an insider in God's family. And they will deeply appreciate that you loved them enough to share Jesus with them. I can guarantee you that they will, along the way, deeply appreciate that you wanted to share your faith in Jesus in a loving way. 1 Corinthians 9, 22 and 23, the Apostle Paul says, I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. The Apostle Paul realized that the people he was trying to reach were different than him. Now, he didn't change who he was, and he didn't change the gospel message, but I believe he changed his methods. Depending on who he was speaking to, who he was relating to on any particular day. Meaning he wasn't doing one-size-fits-all evangelism. Nor should we. It's not one-size-fits-all evangelism. It's tailor-made for every person. One life at a time. Lastly, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 14 says, To do everything... In love. As you take the next step with your one life, it's really simple, actually. Again, not to overcomplicate this. Do everything in love. As we share Holy Communion, we celebrate that Jesus did everything in love. Showing us that through the bread and the cup, that he was willing to give everything. He was willing to give his body and his blood for us to be forgiven and made new. So he gave his one life for every life in this world. He gave his one life so that you and your one life would have friendship and peace and joy that has no end. So may this time of communion be a time of commitment or recommitment for you to be strengthened to reach out to your one life to reach out in new ways that God will lead. 
I believe Jesus is that one life of God who stepped into the world. And now, through this time of communion, this time of him strengthening us, he wants to send us out just as he took a step towards us in love. He wants now us to take a step towards our one life in love. When we do that, as we take steps together, our one life will know. They'll know the giver of life. And they will have the joy of eternal life. And we will all share that together forever. Amen.